Now, Stephen, your reaction to the destruction and damage to schools during the violence and uh, looting, which uh, has occurred over the past week? Lulu, it's been such a devastating week, and I know you've been following this very closely on Channel Africa. Our, our clear message right now is that we simply cannot afford any more school delays after everything we've been through with COVID-19. To see this destruction of school property in KwaZulu-Natal is just devastating. Now, the extent, what's the extent of the damage to the schools, especially those that are supported by Save the Children? So the damage is variable. As you mentioned in your opening, one has been burned to the ground, but the others, it's, it's of varying degrees. But I, I do need to make the point that a, a school is more than just a place for learning. The school is a place where children get nutritious meals, they get protection, they get to socialize with their friends. A school, if it's a good school, is, is the heart of a community. So when, when it's damaged like this, we see it as an attack on the community. And even if it might seem small to people from the outside, the, the time and effort and resources that it will take to repair these schools is tremendous in some of the, the remote places where they are. Just looking at the fact that uh, communities and, and community members were part of uh, the extensive damage that has taken place in, in different areas of a country, what message do you have for those who have caused this, this type of damage to schools in their areas in, in terms of what it does for their future leaders? You, you've hit the nail on the head. You know, a school is, is symbolic as well. It represents where we want to go as a community and as a country. And yes, there will be discussions around security for school, but really we should not be thinking around how to defend schools with guns and clubs. The school needs to be owned by the community and defended by the community. So we, we have seen this in the past in South Africa. In fact, I think the number is 1,718 schools were vandalized around the country over the past year. So during COVID, when they were closed, because they soft targets, they sit there and they're very easy uh, to attack, to vandalize and to steal from. So the this, this sense of ownership in the community really has to be there. This, this strong message that schools are off limits. They, they are not to be vandalized. They are not to be touched. They represent the future of our children. Because the key thing here, Lulu, for us in South Africa, 27 years into democracy, is that until such point that all of our children, no matter who they are, no matter where they're from, have the same opportunities, and that includes educational opportunities, we will not escape the type of violence that we saw this week. Now, Stephen, in terms of communities and what they can do um, with regards to exposing the perpetrators, because Mm. in most communities, they know who the people are. Mm. What needs to be done to ensure that communities take responsibility of what happens? Because the impact is, is massive. The fact that children, when they go to school, it is a safe haven, so to speak. Yes, no, you're entirely correct. We, we know who did this. Each community does. But I think right now, you know, yesterday was Mandela Day, which in South Africa is a, a big day of unity for us. Mandela was a, a champion for children and, and greatly admired in the country, and he represents a unifying force. So what you saw yesterday in South Africa was, was people cleaning up, coming together, joining hands. So we see some green shoots, some beginnings of, of perhaps a rebuild. And I think that that should be the focus right now. 
positivity. We're all just completely wrecked by what we saw last week. We're trying to make sense of it. It was bigger than we thought possible. What we need now is, is an injection of, of positivity and people working together. So that, that's what we're focusing on. Let's see how we can rebuild our teams getting onto the ground. But yes, the, the, the system must run its course, the judicial system, and people must be held to account for what happened uh, to these schools. Now, where to from now, Stephen? The rebuilding, the reconstruction of uh, some of your schools that also have been damaged? Our, our focus, yes, is on those schools, and we will do our best uh, to help reconstruct. But it's a systems issue as well, Lulu. We do put education, we give it a high priority, uh, the state does here in South Africa. But we rarely, in the, in the build back from COVID, the general build back, we need to put children right at the center. Their needs, their best interests need to be mainstreamed through every decision that's made. And we need to make those very painful trade-offs in our, in our budget so that the right funding is going towards education and children's issues. Again, until we do that, we do not have a bright future. We really need to look at our children. So I think there's a lot of work to be done. I think there is the, the will uh, within the state, within government. There's certainly the will within civil society, and I'm starting to see it. We're starting to see it with your average person on the street. We want this to succeed. For us, this is our country. South Africa is an amazing country. It has so much potential. We want it to work. What we see and what we saw last week, we see as an aberration that we can address.